Are you a parent? Do you understand the huge responsibility that comes with being a parent? These and many more we'll be discussing here on Relationship 360. I won't be doing this alone. I've got my guest here with me. His name is Barista Olumide Kayode Omoshibi. He's a legal practitioner and CEO Gnosis Help Initiative. Hi Olumide. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It feels good so good to do again. this again with you. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, over to you. Uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, I want to thank everyone for waking up early to listen to our program again. It's not easy waking up every Saturday morning to listen to us, but uh, here you are. So uh, during the week, Thursday precisely, we launched our Awareness Against Domestic Violence and Abuse program uh, at Laurel International Day Secondary School in Festac was such a big event. It was supposed to be for SS1 to SS3, but the principal said she wants everybody from the SS1 to SS3. So we had about 300 plus students wow. for the program. And we thank God it was a big success. Children now can identify the various forms of abuse. And the questions asked by students was such, such a huge deal, you know, uh, they didn't want us to leave. The principal had to take the microphone to plead with the students that, you know, it's past 3 p.m. You have to go oh, home. Wow. You know, it was it was uh, beautiful. Uh, I remember a student, a minor, you know, asking if a minor can report his parents to the police for domestic violence and abuse. It was a very, wow. very touchy times. And thank God TVC News was there and they covered the event. It was, it was a lovely one. I want to use this uh, to thank uh, Mrs. Chinwe, who is a listener of the program, uh, who heard of the initiative and went to her principal to convince her that the need for the program. And uh, Mrs. Ifeng Okoye, who is the principal of the school, you know, accepted the idea and, uh, you know, invited us over. Mrs. Chingwe did not let me rest, but kept sending messages. Barista, you want to come to my school. Mm -hmm. And we did. So I thank you. I thank the principal, Mrs. Ifeo Okoye. Thank you for such a hospitable time. I want to also specially thank the volunteers who gave themselves to this project, coming from far and wide, young and old. We, we have 80 volunteers so far, some coming all the way from Songwater, Adagri, Ikorodu, Ekwe, you know, and giving themselves to impact the next generation so they do not repeat the mistakes of our generation. I use this medium to appreciate you all, fathers, mothers, retired youths, all those that have joined us. God bless you, I really appreciate So to the issue of today, we will be dealing with a very important and uh, a serious topic called parents. In the history of relationships and marriages, this is um, the most difficult and sensitive topic and one not to be handled carelessly but delicately. Firstly, I would like to honor all responsible parents out there. As the good book says, uh, honor thy father and thy mother that your days may be long upon the land which God has given you. Now the question is, who are my parents or who are parents? According to the dictionary, a parent is a person's father or mother. Sorry. And then father also 
known as the male parent is defined as the cause of a pregnancy resulting in the birth of a child. So the father is referred to as the cause of a pregnancy. Then the mother is defined by the dictionary, also known as the female parent, as one that gives birth to a child. So who are parents? Merriam-Webster defines a parent as one, one who begats or brings forth an offspring, two, one who nurtures and raises a child, and three, one who legally adopts a child. So this means a parent can be biological or by nurture. The offside of this means that the fact that you give birth to a child does not necessarily make you a parent. And also, the fact that you raised and nurtured a child does not necessarily make you a parent. Third, neither the fact that you legally adopted a child makes you a parent. I can see people's heads, you know, racking the brain. We have seen parents who eat their young. So, it is interesting that this also goes for children. The fact that you give birth to a child does not make that child your child. That's why we have the term a bastard child. I will give you an example. This happened in Ibadan some years ago. This happened in Ibadan some years ago. A landlady was old and uh, alone in the house. She had this new tenant. A young man who, after some time, started noticing the landlady was rather ill and would go to her flat to spend some time to make sure she was fine. He would buy the drugs and he kept her company. He was a banker. So uh, in the mornings while he was leaving, he would check on the landlady and at night when he closes, he would also check on the landlady, spend a little time with her, and uh, before he goes into his um, room to retire for the day. So he wondered why, you know, he had to ask the landlady for her children, that where are the children? And uh, he was surprised to find that one was in Ibadan with him and the others were in Lagos. And um, he asked her that, don't they know that you are ill? And you know, since I've been here over a year, nobody has come to look for you. And she said that they are all busy, that is why. So, you know, he took the phone numbers and called one or two of them, uh, you know, greeting them that he's a tenant and, you know, he just, he's been with mama and he just wanted to know the children and ask when they will be coming to visit mama so that he can meet them in person. You know, the response was that they were busy and you know, you know how things are, excuse me, you know how things are. And uh, one day he, he left and found out that Mama's window was not open in the morning. And, you know, when he came back at night, he noticed Mama's window was not open. Uh, so he kept knocking on the door, nobody opened the till, you know, knowing Mama's routine, he broke down the door and found Mama was dead. So uh, he rushed, he first took the cops to the hospital, you know, they said he was brought in dead. And then he, 
took to the mortuary and called the children that you know, this was what happened. After the burial of Mama, the lawyer sent a letter to uh, this tenant and um, asked him to come. And reading Mama's will, Mama willed the property to her only surviving son, which was named that tenant. So in this case, you would say, who is Mama's son? Was it her biological children or the child that took care of her? Of course, the children took it to court, challenged the will, but the mama had carefully documented all the things that this young tenant had done, the monies he had spent, the times he had spent with her, and he, he said he made her live a little longer. But the will was sacred, you know, it was, <clears throat> it was sacrosanct, it was it could not be challenged because it, you know, very documented in the diary of the lawyer. And uh, that is how the tenant became a landlord. And Mama refer referred to him as the only surviving son that she had. We also know of the story of Absalom in 2 Samuel 15 and 16, uh, under the pretense of honoring a vow, plotted a coup to remove his father, got some soldiers together to kill his father, King David, who fled. So it is not every biological son that is a son, and in the same vein, it is not every biological parent that is a parent. In the same good book, we saw the king of Moab in Second Kings who took his oldest son and sacrificed him as a burnt offering to win a battle. Last year, a 40-year-old man was arrested in Oshun State for defiling his own daughter. And some years, we saw a woman who, about this happened this year, arrested a lady in this same Lagos state who would give her 13-year-old daughter for, to men for money. So then, who is a parent? In the past two years, we took a tally of all our cases and found that 39% of failed marriages have been by parental interference, which means the cause of the breakdown of a marriage has been by the activities of, of the mother's and father's in-law. 9% by the father-in-law and 30% by the mother-in-law. <clears throat> Those are the cases that we have handled. Let me step back a little. Genesis 2.22 says, Therefore shall the man leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, not one spirit, but one flesh. You would see that the Bible insists more on the man leaving his father and mother and says nothing about the wife. Just says a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. Why was nothing mentioned about the wife? Very simple, because women in all cultures have been trained from marriage to be submissive to their husband and the women are naturally already at the time of marriage disconnected from the loins of her parents. That is why when they get married, they change their own name to the name of the man. They move from their own house to the house of the man. They move from their own state to the state of the man. So the woman already is pre-programmed to be free for the man to marry. The very important thing here is that a man should leave his father and mother to cleave 
to his wife. Why is the emphasis on man? Now, man is the dictator of culture and tradition. Almost every culture and tradition on earth has at its root a patriarch. That is the ruling, the fathers, the founding fathers of the community who came together to institute that culture. So the man has been, culture being passed from generation to generation has always been through the man as the head of the family. But here it says, you shall leave your father and mother and cleave to your wife. So therefore, it also means that if you do not leave your father and mother, do not cleave to a wife. We have found that most, that is 90, 39%, you see when a problem is 10%, it is still manageable. When it is 15%, it is still within comfort. When a problem gets to 20%, that is when it begins to be alarming. Then it gets to 39%, which is almost 40%, and that is just our own cases. We handled over 500 cases. and. 39% had parental interference which led to the breakdown of that marriage. 19%, uh, sorry, 29% the mother-in-law. So today I want to talk to mothers, mothers-in-law and mothers. Well, fathers also, this touch a little 